Annie. I'm a member of Mido Action, and I'm here with Jamie, who's a teenager living with Mido. She is 18 years old, and she's here to tell us what it's like for her day-to-day, and she's learned to um, the process and some advice she might have for teens maybe experiencing uh, similar obstacles in their life. So first of all, Jamie, I'd like to say hi. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, so, Jamie, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, you're 18, so um, are you going to school right now? Are you working? Um, what's, a, what's a typical day like for you? I am going to school. I'm in college, so I go to SEC about, I go two days a week. Um, okay. Well, three days if you count Wednesday nights. Okay. And I don't currently have a job, but I babysit a lot. Okay, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and um, so are you going to school part-time then? Uh, I'm enrolled full-time. Oh, okay. But I just I chose to go have all my classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, that's nice. Um, so what kind of things do you like to do besides um, going to school and babysitting? I'm on the computer most of the time mm-hmm. and just hanging out with my friends and my boyfriend and stuff. Okay. Um, what kind of things do you like to do on the computer or listen to music? Uh, I listen to music all the time. I talk on AIM and I have a MySpace. Uh, get on email. I like to play computer games like World of Warcraft and, uh, Grand Theft Auto. My boyfriend has a band, so I go to a lot of shows. Okay, this sounds like fun. Um, so, um, you have Mido, so I was wondering if there's anything that you'd like to share about maybe how that maybe affects your ability to do some of these activities you enjoy. Uh, well, since I have Mido, it's the reason that those are a lot of the only things that I do because I used to love to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Back in, like, middle school, it was a lot easier for me, but now it's gotten a lot harder. I don't really play as much. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, what? Oh, so you try to focus on the things um, maybe that don't take as much energy? Yeah, and at school, just getting from class to class is, just by the time I get to the next class, I'm just ready to sit down and... Mm-hmm. Because it takes a lot of energy. So I'm guessing that you set up your schedule that way on purpose, so you have just two days of school? Yeah. So that's easier than going every single day, and that way I get to rest and focus on being able to do my homework the other days and just hanging out and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you feel like that's working for you, having those days off? That's that's enough of a break? Yeah, it's... I think it does help. That's good. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about your, I guess you said in middle school you start, you used to play basketball. So about when did you uh, get your diagnosis of Mido? 
I've had it since I was born. Okay. And um, when did you first notice the, notice the symptoms? Um, I guess, well, my mom and my brother both have it, so uh, I guess when I was born, they noticed it from the beginning that I had low muscle tone and everything. And when I've noticed since I was really little that I was different and couldn't run as fast or do stuff that other kids could do. Mm-hmm. So it's just progressed, I guess, as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. And what kind of symptoms do you have um, besides maybe not being able to run as fast? Um, well, it's a lot of fatigue, probably, mm-hmm. and, like, something I might be able to do today, I won't be able to do, maybe tomorrow. Like, if I did do it today, like, if I went to Disney or something, I would be really tired the next day and not able to do a lot of stuff. And I'm really weak. Like, and that's what a lot of, like, a lot of my friends who don't really know that I have it, that I haven't really cared, just haven't told them about it. They don't realize that, and they might be rough, and they're like, what, what you, what, what's going on? Like, or if they push me or something, and I, like, fall, and they don't understand what happens. They're like, oh, I didn't push you that hard. So do you usually tell your friends or just your really close friends? Um, normally just I tell whoever, I mean, I don't really care who knows, but if I don't get around to telling someone, then... You don't see a reason to tell them. Yeah. They don't, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect anything. Yeah. So you mentioned um, that if you were going to do something like go to Disney, you would, you know, be really maybe tired the next day or you wouldn't be able to do something like that the next day. So when you do maybe go on vacations or plan going out, do you have to plan ahead so that you know you have some downtime? Um, I don't, I don't really usually. Like sometimes. We'll make sure that we go to Disney or something on a Saturday. Well, this was, like, back in high school that we'd make sure we went on a Saturday instead of a Sunday since I'd have school on Monday. But so now it would be, like, we just make sure I didn't have to wake up too early. But that's not usually a problem because I don't start school until 11. So normally I can just sleep in. So did you make your schedule that way on purpose, waking up a little bit later and yeah. you extra tired? Okay, so that's a, that's a great idea. Um, I've heard some of the other uh, teenagers say that they uh, drink a lot of fluid. Um, do you find that helpful? Mm, I haven't really noticed. No, that's not. Well, everybody's different, so it's good to hear the variety of things that could be helpful. Um, so it sounds like you have um, you have your schedule just custom to you and your needs, and I think that's a really good point to make um, that 
you need to know what works for you and what works for you might not work for someone else. So it sounds like you have found that balance, and that's great. Um, going back to school, um, when you were in, well, when you were younger and you couldn't make your own schedule like you came once you're in college, how did you deal with that? Um, well, in high school, I got sick a lot. They even, I think it was 10th grade, I got put into hospital homebound, and I was in, I took, like, two classes at high school, and then the rest of it was at home, and that wound up being even harder with keeping up with all the schoolwork. So, but they tried that for me so that I wouldn't get sick. And I didn't get as sick because I was at home, but it was just the schoolwork was too tough, so then I wound up going back to school full time. But those are some of the things that they tried. Was it harder because you, the work was just split up in two different places? Um, yeah, because hospital homebound students usually only have classes like two times a week, and so they have a lot more homework because they have a lot more time to do it. And then, so I had all that homework that I would normally have for hospital homebound, and they gave it to me, like, as if I were only going to school two days a week. And then I also had classes every single day at high school, regular high school. Wow. Wow, so that does sound like a lot. Yeah. You found it easier just to go to your regular classes. Yeah. And how did teachers react um, when you were sick? Were they pretty understanding about your miss, like your absences and things like that? Um, yeah, once they knew um, what I had and everything, they under- understood and everything and got me my work. Plus, I went to a technology school for high school, so mm-hmm. I could access everything online, and they could just send me emails and let me know what I needed to do. Oh, that's great. So. So your teachers are really understanding, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. What, did you have to tell them, approach them, or did they already know what was going um, on? I had, well, some of the teachers I had just told, and then the ones that didn't know every, at the beginning of each year, we had, like, a 504 meeting, and then all of the ones that hadn't known about me got told at the meeting. Oh, okay. Is it hard sometimes having people not not know that you're sick if, because they can't tell by looking at you? Um, yeah, I, that's what I really hate about, like, because a lot of times I talk to my mom about saying, like, oh, sometimes I think it would just be easier to be in a wheelchair because mm-hmm. then people would know that there's actually something wrong with me. Because they're, when, like, if um, they park me in a handicap spot, because I have a handicap sticker, and people, when I get out of the car, people just look at me like, okay. Why are you parking there? Yeah. And so sometimes I yeah, think that's it's really easier. And so you find yourself explaining what Mito is, because I know a lot of people don't know what it is. Yeah. Have you found a good way to explain it? Um, I just wind up telling them that it just affects my muscles and the way I do things. 
I'll just be tired a lot. And I just, I probably explain it different every time I tell someone. Right, because it's complicated and it can be hard trying to explain to someone if they have no idea. Yeah, I mean, like one time when it was actually, I think it was one of my boyfriends that I had a while ago. And he, I, I told him I had to tell him something because I felt that I should tell him. And he didn't know about it. I mean, he had no idea that there was anything wrong with me. So I was on the phone with him, and I told him what I had. I didn't really explain it to him much, and so he went on the Internet and looked it up. So he came back to me completely um, so, so worried that I could, like, that I was going to die tomorrow because, like, there's so many different ways that it can affect you and, like, different, um, like, it can be so much worse than... It is. Right, everyone's different. When you go, if you go and look on the internet, you can find, you know, all kinds of stories on there, so. Yeah, so I had to re-explain it to him because I guess he was looking up the worst cases. Right. Well, that's interesting because, um, you know, now you can Google anything, so it's important to explain it to people and then maybe, you know, say, you know, it affects everyone differently. That's another little thing you have to add on to the end, so maybe they don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so what kind of goals do you have um, after college, or what are you studying? Um, I want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. I'm thinking maybe a pediatric nurse or a midwife. Oh, that'd be nice. That's a great goal to have. So are you taking a lot of science classes right now? Uh, right now I'm just taking, like, the general classes so that I can get into the nursing program. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll be a great nurse because you'll be coming with this whole background of what it's like having to deal with medical issues and having been a patient yourself. So. Yeah, because right now I'm in medical terminology, mm-hmm. and a lot of the – like different words and stuff I already know from going to different doctors and stuff. Hey, you've heard it all. When you go to the doctor, um, do you are you more involved now that you're older with your own appointments and things like that? Um, a little more than I used to be. Sometimes I'll just go by myself now that I'm older, but a lot of the time my mom will still come and talk to them instead of me. Mm-hmm. To help you understand and yeah, that for you. And you said that um, your mom also has Mido. Yeah. And your was it your brother too? Yeah, my little brother. Mm-hmm. So do you find that that's a good support system you have because you can all kind of relate to each other? Um. Yeah. It definitely helps. Um. Seeing that you know my mom is how old she is and she's still mobile and everything but like all as like we were talking about before how everybody's different all three of us um are like completely affected in like different parts like my brother has like more neuro neuro okay i'm messing up that way like pieces and stuff (laughs) And then um, my mom has another 
uh, type stuff affected with her, and then, um, and on other stuff, so it's interesting to look at. Um, what kind of things do you find are helpful if you are having a particularly, um, either bad day, you're really tired, or, you know, you're just wiped out? What kind of things help you get through that time? Um, just all I can do is rest, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and do you talk to your family about it or try to take your mind off it, anything like that? Uh, I don't, I don't really talk to them about it if I'm having a particularly tiresome day. If something bad happens where I'm, like, with another person that made fun of me or something, and I, I go and talk to them, and my mom will share something that happened in her past or something, and that helps, but that's about it. Okay. Is there anything that you want to share with a teenager who might be having a hard time? Um, anything you've learned or you wish you would have known as a teenager or as a younger teenager, still our teenager? Um, you tell that person? Actually, I'd more like to share with, like, a younger child because when I was younger, like, in elementary school and middle school is when I mainly got made fun of because little kids can be really mean. Um, Like, I remember once when I was, I think, sixth grade, and it was probably a fifth grader because he wasn't in the same class as me, and we had to run laps in PE. And, of course, I was slower than everyone else. I used to have, like, a friend that would stay back and run around the block with me. And this kid came up behind me. He was like, why are you running like that? And, you know, of course, I was kind and everything. And my coach was really nice and, you know, of course, yelled at him. But, you know, things like that all the time. I got made fun of when I was little. But as a teenager, it like, when I got to high school, things changed and, Everyone was understanding of it. They could care less of, you know, that I had this disease. So I just want to tell younger kids that it, it gets better if you're getting made fun of. But older kids aren't really as mean. That's good. And I'm sure there are other kind of activities you can get involved in, maybe more as you get older that you can't do when you're younger. That are maybe, um, like you said, like you get on the computer a lot and go on AIM and on MySpace. And you can't really do that when you're younger as much, so that's good. That'll give younger kids something, maybe a little relief as they get older, people become more understanding. Yeah. Well, that's great advice. It sounds like you've really learned a lot and been able to, you know, set up your schedule so it works with you, and I just want to thank you so much for talking to me today, and, um... Yeah, we really appreciate it, and I know all the teams reading this and listening to this will really appreciate everything you said. Thank you so much, Jamie. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.